Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Barag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. You've probably heard of COVID over the past few years, right? In today's message, Pastor J.D. exposes the works of big companies like Pfizer and even Donald Trump. This transhumanism movement must be exposed for what it is in these last days. You're either for God or you're for the devil. There's no hiding or riding the fence when it comes to this. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on October 29th, 2023. In the spirit of truth and spirit of prophecy, I have to speak the truth in love. And I do so with the understanding that the onus of you believing is not on me. As I'm broadcasting the seed of God's prophetic word of truth, the onus is not on me, it's on you, upon the soil of one's heart being both supple and fertile for the seed of God's word of truth to germinate, sprout, and bear fruit. Think parable of the sower as we affectionately refer to it that Jesus taught. The farmer broadcasts the seed upon which soil the seed falls is not on the farmer broadcasting the seed, it's on the soil. And there's only one soil that is supple and fertile when the seed is broadcast on it and to it, that it's able to take root, germinate, sprout, and bear fruit. I only say that because of what follows. Again, as I mentioned at the beginning, I hope it doesn't come off wrong. Again, I hope you know my heart. The Lord knows my heart when I say this. This is not for those that do not have ears to hear. If you have itching ears to hear only that which you want to hear, then I say this in love, you, you went to the wrong church today. You're tuning into the wrong live stream today. The good news for those who have itching ears to hear only what they want to hear, the good news is you've got a, I mean plethora, a smorgasbord of churches that are at the ready to accommodate and scratch your itching ears. So what follows is the truth in love as a warning of 
not only what's going to happen, but what's already now beginning to happen. In the interest of time, for the sake of brevity, I'll provide you with just three, all of which our amazing team has provided links to the original sources of, for you to do your own research, and also for you to be like the Bereans were, and search the scriptures to see if what I am speaking is the truth. Don't take my word for it. Number one, all the nations on earth have been, are now, and will continue to be deceived by this pharmaceutical final solution. Revelation 18.23, again a prophecy about the fall of Babylon. John is told to write, The light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore, and the voice of bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, for by your sorcery, pharmakia, pharmaceutical, pharmacy, all the nations were deceived. Every nation on earth was deceived by this pharmaceutical. That's the truth. And it's happening now, and I'm running into the middle of the street. And I'm screaming, stop, listen to me, listen to me. It's happening. Sadly, but perhaps not surprisingly, the nation of Israel has been at the top of the list of nations, vis-a-vis one Benjamin Netanyahu. And here's why. Satan, starting with Cain and Abel in the book of Genesis, has failed in all of his attempts to thwart Christ's coming, both first in the Old Testament and second in the New Testament. Let me explain. See, Satan is not all-knowing, omniscient. He's limited in his knowledge, so he doesn't know all. He's not all-knowing. So when the curse is pronounced and the Proto-Evangelicum announced, Genesis 3.15, that there would be enmity put between the seed of the woman, that's the virgin birth, because the woman does not have the seed, the man does, she has the egg. The seed of the woman and the seed of Satan enmity. And the seed from the woman is going to bruise his heel, crucifixion, but he's going to crush your head, second coming. That's the Proto-Evangelical. By the way, the very first prophecy in the Bible, Genesis 3.15, Bible prophecy. Now, Satan, right out of the chute, has a problem, because he knows that this seed, the lineage, is going to come from Eve. Is it going to be 
Abel? Well, I'm going to possess Cain to murder Abel. It wasn't Abel, it was Seth. Failed attempt. Fast forward to Egypt. Every Hebrew boy is cast into the Nile to their certain death, save one, Moses, a type, a picture of Jesus as the deliverer, who would deliver the Israelites out of Egypt. Satan demonically possessed Pharaoh to try and kill every single male child to exterminate the seed of the woman failed again. Fast forward to the book of Esther. I'm missing a couple in here, but anyway, this is the Reader's Digest version. Only the older people know what that means. So the book of Esther, fascinating book by the way, you know the the account, right? Esther, Mordechai, Haman, demonically possessed, gets the king to issue an irreversible edict to exterminate, eliminate, terminate all of the Jews. Why? Because if Satan could have, would never have, but if he could have exterminated the Jews, he could have thwarted the first coming of Jesus the Christ. Why? Because shocking, I know Jesus is a Jew. Okay, so he fails. You know how that went down. Let's go to, um, oh, there's, a, there's so many more. Let's go to New Testament. Herod. Let's go from Haman to Herod. Don't, don't try to figure out which one. There were so many of them. You'll go insane trying to figure out which Herod it was. But this is a Herod. He uh, learns that a king was born, a threat to him when the wise men, as they're affectionately referred to, tell him that they came from the east following the star, by the way. And he, with this ruse, says, well, let me know where he is so that I may come and worship him. Yeah, right. You want to kill him. So what does he do? It's so graphic. It's recorded in our Bibles for us. He has all of the Jewish boys butchered. Two years of age and younger, which would have been the, about the age of the birth of the Messiah, Satan failed again. Let's fast forward to the last century. Hitler they all start with H. I'm not saying anything. Haman, Herod, Hitler. Demon possessed to exterminate, eliminate the Jews. Why? Because he failed in thwarting the first coming of Jesus, but he now is going to try and will try again. His last failed attempt will be during the seven year tribulation. He will not succeed. By way of the Antichrist, he will try to exterminate the Jews for the last time during the seven-year tribulation. Why is he so hell-bent, quite literally, on exterminating the Jews? Because if he could succeed, he would never succeed. But if he could succeed, he could thwart the second coming of Jesus Christ, not the rapture. Why the second coming? Because the Jews, if they're here, 
and they will be, have to call upon the one whom they pierced. And Satan knows the Bible pretty well, way better than you and I will ever know it. So he tries to exterminate them, because if there's no Jews here, then Jesus cannot come back. He couldn't have come the first time if he would have succeeded. He cannot come back the second time if he were to succeed, which he never will. So why did I go into all of that? Because we're seeing it now. Again, picture your pastor. I don't think this is a hard stretch. Just picture your pastor running into the middle of traffic screaming. It's happening. Jesus is coming. The rapture is going to happen. Get out of here. You're drunk. (laughs) Now, it's important. Please don't miss this, because these are demonic entities that use flesh and blood humans, deceiving them into believing that his final plan will succeed. Satan The master deceiver has deceived human beings, flesh and blood, and they actually believe in his plan for man, that it will succeed. What is his plan? His plan is to ultimately destroy man while promising selected humans for whom he has their soul, who by his lie have believed and are deceived that they can have eternal life, live forever through him via transhumanism. Same lie, new wrapping paper. Adam, Eve, God knows that in the day that you eat, your eyes will be open and you will be like God and live forever. He's just had to update the software on the lie from the garden. Same lie. It's just been updated. You can live forever. See, he's the master counterfeiter too. He's not just the master deceiver. He's the master counterfeiter. Satan creates nothing. He counterfeits everything. Let me preface this. I take no delight in referencing this again, as I have prior. I do so not because I delight in it, but because it's the truth. And I'll be as loving as I can, but this is damning. It's a damning interview of Benjamin Netanyahu by one Jordan Peterson, which, by the way, was self-censored by Peterson and edited out for what I would hope would be deemed obvious reasons. Because in it, Netanyahu not only admits this, but actually boasts about this deal with the devil in entering into an agreement with Pfizer and providing Pfizer with Israel's DNA database for these deadly injections. 
Just this last Tuesday, The Defender, which is a children's health defense publication, posted a heartbreaking article about how an eight-year-old Israeli boy, who they dubbed the poster child for COVID vaccines, died suddenly of a cardiac arrest. I'll only quote the subheading, because this precious little boy reminds me so much of my second-born son Levi when he was that age. Quoting, eight-year-old Yanatan Moshe Erlichman, who was featured in a 2020 Israeli commercial promoting COVID-19 vaccinations for children, died last month of sudden cardiac arrest. Israel, a lab for Pfizer, showed a significant myocarditis safety signal soon after introducing the shots. Here's the truth in love. Donald Trump, by his own admission, in his own words, stated on Fox News that he is the, quote, father of the vaccine. The truth is that Donald Trump is a deceiver. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but demonic entities. And God has given us the ability to discern the spirits. It's with the spiritual discernment that I would just ask you to consider just one of no less than 13 quotes from Trump. Quote, this was on Marie Bartomero's program, I'm probably butchering your last name on Fox News, April 29, 2001, quoting Donald Trump, quote, I guess in a certain way I'm the father of the vaccine because I was the one that pushed it. To get it done in less than nine months was a miracle. Close quote. This brings me to the third one that I want to spend the remainder of our time on together today, which is that of the recent developments in Israel after the horrific Hamas attack against Israel. In the spirit of truth, speaking the truth in love, I would be grossly remiss were I not to say that this involves Trump and Netanyahu as a duo. And that's the truth. Here's how I get there. The end game is a two-state solution slash final solution. This is not peace with Israel. This is for the destruction of Israel. But it's packaged as the two-state solution with Jews, and we talked about this ad infinitum last week, so-called Palestinians, who are Arabs, living side by side in key words, peace and security. Here's the truth in love. This is a demonic deception. This is a powerful delusion for which we have numerous last days prophecies recorded for us in our Bible, starting with 1 Thessalonians 5.3. For when they say, while they're saying two specific words, peace and security. Some of your translations render it safety, asphalia in the Greek, same word translated security. 
safety. While they're saying those two specific words, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, greater intensity and frequency, and they shall not escape. Second Thessalonians 2, chapter 2 verses 9 through 12. This is a chapter we've spent a lot of time in. Beginning in verse 9, the coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that serve the lie, and all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to, watch this, love the truth. Love the truth in love. They rejected it. They refused it. They refused to love the truth and so be saved. And for this reason, verse 11, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie. And so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth, truth, but have delighted in wickedness. Well, now wait a minute. That doesn't seem fair. No, 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 it is. They've already made up their mind. They've already sealed their faith. They've already hardened their heart. God's just saying, okay, I'm not going to violate your will. I've given you free will. You've already made your choice. You've chosen the lie and not the truth. Who's the truth? Jesus is the truth. Jesus saves. You've rejected Jesus and are not going to be saved. You're going to perish because you believe the lie. So you've already made up your mind. I'm just going to give you over to that which you've already decided. I'm not going to fight you on it. The Spirit of God is not going to strive with man forever. Your mind's made up fine. Daniel 9.27, very detailed prophecy. Again, one that we've covered in depth. He, speaking of the Antichrist, will confirm, it could be in the Hebrew, my same, same word in my native tongue of Arabic, make stronger, enforced, spectacular, greater. Confirm, enforce a covenant with many. In other words, it's already there. It just needs to be enforced. It's already on the table with many for one seven. That's the seven years. In the middle of the seven, three and a half year mark, he will put an end to sacrifice and offering, and at the temple, which means the temple has to be rebuilt at the midpoint of the seven year tribulation. We'll come to that. And by the way, Second Thessalonians 2 that we just read, it fills in some blanks because the Apostle Paul in that prophecy inspired by the Holy Spirit says that the Antichrist will set himself up in the temple of God, declaring that he is God and demanding to be worshipped as God in the temple of God. We are so glad you joined us for this edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. You've been listening to the latest prophecy update that Pastor J.D. has been sharing. And as always, it's fascinating to hear and learn 
about how the things going on in the world relate to things predicted in the Bible. If you're ever interested in finding out more about this ministry, head over to jdfarag.org. That's jdfarag.org to learn more. If you're in the Kaneohe area, you're always welcome to come check out our church family. At Calvary Chapel Kaneohe, we meet on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. There's a Calvary link at the bottom of our webpage, so look for it at jdfarag.org. That link will give you more info on service times, directions, and more. Also, on our website, you'll notice a tab at the top that says ABCs. This is a helpful tool if you're in need of understanding a more in-depth view of what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus. If you or any friends or family need some clarification, this should help clear some things up for you. Again, that website is jdfarag.org. Next time, you'll get to hear some more interesting things about current affairs and how they relate to what the Bible says to be true. The prophecies in the Bible were not just mentioned casually. Every prophecy written in the Bible will come to pass. So there's much to understand about what's to come. We look forward to that time with you and hope you'll join us then. Until then, may you be looking for wisdom from God in spirit and truth. 